is here on a Thursday. We are hanging out. You know, I have to say right off the bat, first of all, it's great to see you. Great to see you. What's going on, buddy? Not much, man. I'm wearing my Scoops hat. I love How it. about our guy Chip Carey going Scoops hat on MLB Network? Love it. Going national. Uh, he told He's me he was, he was going to do it, um, and he did. It's the second time he's worn that nationally. So if you want your Scoops apparel, just go to the website. Uh, we've had people buying the Scoops apparel. We've got golf shirts, Scoops with Danny Mac. we got the Scoops hats. And, uh, yeah, they're there. And a lot of people are taking advantage of the great deals on Cyber Monday, Black Friday. It's all there for your Christmas holiday shopping. Are we extending the Cyber Monday? Yes, we are. Yeah, We've been in Cyber Monday since Non-stop. last year. Yeah. Is there uh, Chip is an absolute beauty. He is. He's a gem. Is he the like? If you text him before you're done with the text, the dots are up and he's like replying to your text. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Whatever you need. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't tell him to absolute do it. Beauty. He just said he was. He's like, how uh, about that? I got the scoops hat up. Be watching at uh, 8:45 Central. How I'm about going that? on uh, MLB Network with the scoops hat. I said, God, you're the best. I love you. Who would be the top three or four people that you would love to get a scoops head on? I mean, Trump has to be number one because if he and and th- this is nothing political, whoever the president is, but especially Trump, if the president wears anything, it gets dissected for like weeks. Well, so, you-, you know, you could put him there. Give me the other three or four that you would love to get a scoops head on. So you got to go president either side. Because they're going to get a lot of viewership. So we'll go president, um, then the Pope. <laughs> uh, the Pope. That How about would be, the Pope liking some racy Instagram stuff? We'll leave that alone. Yeah. Um, the Pope. I feel like you don't really. LeBron. We, we don't really see the Pope, though. Uh, I Yeah, you will. Oh, yeah. If the Pope is on there, yeah. I'm going no, Pope. I just, I just feel like we don't, like, the so Pope it, is not, like, Let's get, let's stay focused. And let's listen, I've been to Va- I've been to the Vatican. I've been to an audience with the Pope. And if he came out, if he rolled out wearing a scoops hat, yeah, I would I would lose it. So we go Pope, LeBron, yep. President. Yeah, that's quite a trio. Um, Tiger me, on the golf course. I he can I I put it on his bag. Oh, I wonder how much that I had, sponsorship would cost. Do you know that I had my daughter was competing in a tournament. A golf tournament, and it was in um, somewhere in Quincy, Illinois. It was a little people's tournament, which is a a tournament for little people. And um, so anyway, she was um, competing, and I said, I will pay you to wear – this will be your first endorsement. (laughs) And so – Stop it. She wore the Scoops with Danny Mac shirt, and they pulled her aside to get interviewed. Just out of the hundreds of kids 
on a local TV station in Quincy. And sure enough, one of our listeners in Quincy said, hey, Danny Mac, Scoop's being repped. And it was my daughter wearing the Scoop shirt. I think we got to send that listener a hat. Yeah. I, That's I, unbelievable. Yeah. First of all, who negotiated the deal? She did. So she how, came to me with it. I, I'm dead serious. Can you about disclose this. how much you paid her for the uh, for the endorsement? Maybe three dollars. <laughs> it might have been three bucks. Say, I'll pay for the fuel to get you to and from yeah. the tournament. Yeah. Oh yeah, I also paid for the food. How'd too. she play? She played great. That's awesome. Yeah, she had fun. Look at that. So she is officially our first yeah. scoops Endor- athlete endorser. Endorsed. Yep. Yep. I think we need all the McLaughlin kids uh, repping the scoops. I'd, I'd say a Kardashian. If I get a Kardashian yeah, sure. to wear it. Or, a, or Kanye. Yeah. I'd go more we, with We just Kim. need eyeballs. Yeah. Kim. Yeah. Sure. Um, Matty Vaskersian said he would wear it. Uh, who else did I? There was a bunch of people I was going to get to wear it before awesome. COVID hit. They were all going to wear it. Um, I have a friend of mine in L.A. that works in the entertainment industry and actually helped me get all the hats and he said i'm gonna Great put hats put all these hats on guys and he's and um and he said i'll just get it to you and and um and just tweet them out and so before covid hit he was gonna he actually was gonna put it on ryan seacrest because he knows ryan seacrest and, he, and i said do you think he'll do it he goes oh yeah he'll do it and we were gonna get it on ryan seacrest so that's another one that's coming so be be on the watch when the vaccine it. hits yep. i love it but that's the the list would be the president, the Pope, LeBron, Kardashian, and the McLaughlin kids, and uh, yeah, the Danny Mac uh, foursome, the Danny Mac pack. Yep, that's that's who I got. It's pretty strong. I, I think so. Yeah, I'd put Danny Mac kids probably one personally, and I definitely think I can do that. Although my son said it was going to cost a lot of money. My oldest. <laughs> well, he's a stick. He is a stick. He's a heck of a player. The daughter's a stick. So you know, I'm working on it. It's always a work in progress, bro. You know that. It's tough. How many strokes would your kids need to give me to make it a fair fight on the golf course? I am a – I'm like a 12-8. 12-8? Uh, I would need strokes. I'd need strokes from your son for sure. It, no, you need it from because, my daughter. They're, for they're sure. Both, they're both firing numbers. They're both breaking 80. Yeah, they're right around Gosh, that. that's awesome. Yeah. When, yeah. when was the moment that you, like – not playing golf with your kids or, or or watching them play well, but the moment that that you realized they like this, they enjoy this, and I get more out of that than any score they might post or or, or any four hours that we might have. The minute that we went out and played, and it doesn't just have to be golf; it's it's, it's anything. Oh, but, just like the but minute, especially golf. I know you guys have such a bond over. Yeah, I mean, the minute that you start playing sports with your kids. Or just watching them and they smile. That's awesome. I mean, I think any parent feels that way. I, I don't. Then they start pressing on the back nine and Danny Mac's coughing up a couple of greenbacks. Yeah, big time. <laughs> I went out to the range, uh, maybe it was at thanks, the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, it was or... nice here last week, wasn't it? Yeah, and uh, had a little competition at a range. Uh, beat my kid. We we're, were going for targets and beat him. That was fun. We're talking yeah. golf or shooting? Uh, yeah, we were just, it was like, uh, yeah, no kidding. It was, um, where were we at? We were at Adam Betts' place in Kirkwood. Family, family golf. golf. Yeah, family love golf center. Yeah. And we'd love to have them as a sponsor. Adam, come on board. Come Craig's, on. Craig's story of taking lessons from you. Come on board, boys. Come on, buddy. Come we'll, on. We'll get some scoops. You know what? 
we'll get it on the staff bag. We'll get scoops on Adam Betts' staff bag. Yeah, come on out, Adam. And uh, but so, it's a two-way street. Absolutely, we sponsor you. You sponsor us. That's right. And uh, so we were uh, we were shooting at targets, and um, I beat him. Yeah, beat him. I'm very proud to say I beat him. He was very pissed off about it too. <laughs> he was. He was like, you, "How could you? How could you possibly beat me? This is a joke." <laughs> yeah. You're like, "Hey, yeah, I, I can actually swing it. Doesn't come mean on. I'm any good." Everybody gets lucky in golf. Everybody. The worst player gets lucky. Worst players get hole-in-ones. I think the last time I played golf with my dad, a handful of years ago, he beat me and then famously retired. And then, listen, old man, he had to have a uh, reverse shoulder replacement. Uh, So now he's off the mend, and there is no hiding. There is no excuse. We're going to get back on the golf course. He'll probably beat me again. There is just a mental block sometimes. Yeah. It's it's he'll, well, I, he'll he'll beat me again. There's nothing like playing with never your kids. Plays. Yeah. It's fun. It is. It's so much fun. It's just walking around with your kids and messing around and giving them trouble and all that stuff. Okay, here's a question, and maybe you can shine a light on a philosophy for all of us. And and I obviously am childless, at least to the best of my knowledge, at Ooh. this point. I know. One day, maybe. One day, maybe. Um. So Adam Wainwright famously told me that he doesn't even let his daughters like beat him like in a race to the car. Correct. Like sometimes he'll let the youngest one win every once in a while, but he he's like I I will beat their tails mm-hmm. just to let them know what competition is. Correct. How have you? And I don't want to get too deep here, but what's the line between? You I know, don't let them win. Showing them a little something, but then at some point you're like, "Wow, like my my kid can actually you know fire a number." And uh, yeah, I tried to know, beat he can him actually teach me something every on the time. Golf course. No, I I try to beat him every time, absolutely every time, every time. Competition's important. Yeah, I mean, I I don't let them win, and and now they now you the, don't want the, them. The, no, to the think question that you're going be, easy, right? No, the question should be: Do they try to let me win? Now that's the question because they know I get pissed. I get pissed. Everyone gets pissed. I actually, I'm embarrassed to say this. I had a bad drive this year, and I flipped my driver over to my bag, and it hit it perfectly, oh, and it club snapped. Thrower? No, I flipped it. I didn't throw it. I just flipped it, and it snapped. And my son laughed at me. You flipped it. I did actually. I did not throw it hard. Seriously, and it it hit the leg of my bag. We walk, and it snapped. Here's a good one for you. I was playing in high school. I worked at, uh, shout out to Winnetka Golf Club, uh, back home, and there was a pro, and got, like, I say this with every ounce of reverence, all these guys were great to me, but you know, especially at clubs, some of these guys who have maybe eased into some of the pro positions, first of all, they, they don't play golf, like, the last thing they have time to do is They're play always golf. helping everybody else. Exactly. So my guy Joe, my guy Joey H, I won't disclose his last name. We'll, we'll just call him Jay Hislop. Um, so Joe Hislop. Joe Hislop. Absolute beauty. But we're out playing one day, and, you know, Joe could get around a little bit, but uh, let's just say he wasn't exactly the number that he was maybe when he was playing all the time, when he came up and when he took his PAT and – you know, when, when he was on the golf course playing golf all day. 
because now he was in an office running a club, doing what you have to do to run a club. So I remember I'm playing, me and my buddy Matt, uh, shout out to Matt Fitzpatrick as well. Um, we're playing golf with Joey Hislop, or we'll just call him Joey H, or Jay Hislop. And it's the ninth hole at Winneka Golf Club. And there is a pond. It's not even like it's a small pond in front of the ninth green. Long par four. And Joe is getting ready for a tournament the next week. And he hits a great drive. He's about 115 yards out. Chunks a wedge into the water. Okay, drops another ball. Chunks another wedge into the water. Okay. All right, guys. I'm going to hit one more. Chunks a third wedge into the water. Picks his bag up. Calmly walks up to the pond. Bag over the head. Throws his golf bag. The entire bag into the water yeah and then just walks off the course yep matt and i we are like juniors in high school at this point we're just looking at each other i've never seen something so outrageous in my entire life i that's a bit more than a flick of the driver but holy shit that was something that i've never seen since and i hope to never see again and he just i think that might be the last time i've ever spoken to joe hislop he just threw the bag in the water and just walked off the golf course. And, seen, and we played the back nine. Seen guys throw clubs constantly. <laughs> seen guys throw it in the water. Seen guys throw the driver. Seen guys throw the putter. Come on, man. It's just not. Have you seen whole bag, though? No, haven't just seen a whole bag. Over the head. Nope. Never. Never seen that. Um, Joey, definitely definitely come on, seen Joe. The, uh, the driver. Definitely seen a putter. Because if you throw the driver, you can still get the three wood out and still compete. And but play, then, how many know? how many times does that guy feel like a jerk and end up like going submerging into the water to retrieve said club? Never. You've never seen that. No, never seen that. Yeah, I didn't see Joe going after his bags. So. No, haven't seen that. <laughs> it's kind of funny though. Shout because out to Joe Hislop. The problem is if you throw the putter. You're done for the round. What are you going to putt with? Oh, you got to use a four iron. If you're throwing the driver, again, you can go back to the three wood, rescue club, do something like that, and still get it around the cl- get around the course. So without throwing clubs, my buddies and I, we go on a golf trip every year. This was our 10th year, 10th straight year, buddies from uh, college. And we do all sorts of different formats. There's 12 guys on this trip, so it's like a Ryder Cup format. And this year, one of the nines – we did a three-club match. You can only use three clubs. Almost everyone shot about as good, and a couple guys shot better. What were you guys using? What with clubs? With three clubs. I think I I took a four-iron, a eight-iron, and like a 58. I did not take a putter. Some guys took putters. I used my four-iron to putt. I probably putted all, like as well. Mm-hmm. As I, I would have, that. a couple of guys shot better than their usual number because, like, you take some of the thought out of it. And, like, obviously you couldn't get around, you know, on a, a full 18 with that. And, and and we played from, you know, the middle tees or whatever or a little bit up. But, like, sometimes you just take some of the mental anguish out of it yeah. and you end up simplifying things and playing as well, if not better, than you probably would have played. Like, if you went seven iron, seven iron wedge putter, it's probably as good as you're going to do, unless you're like a stick with driver. Were well, you going to keep it in know, the fairway? Absolutely. 
you know you're you're not going to hit it ob you're not going to hit it in the water you know yeah food for thought yeah and you're going to keep your bag out of the water because you're not going to throw it in that's definitely going to happen i would say i would hope i would definitely hope joey hislop yeah is he still playing? I, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I hope not. I don't I know like who's it. taking the lessons from Joe. Yeah. Let's. Uh, right, now we're going to lift it up and throw it over. You our think heads. he's going to listen to this and be uh, upset that you mentioned his name and throwing this in the throwing his bag in the water? Joe, wherever you're giving lessons, now get at us. Yeah. Scoops with Danny Mac. That's right. All right, I got a Thursday list for you. Okay. This is going to be a draft. We're going to go back and forth. All right. So I'm going to need to write this down. All right, the Thursday list. Things we wish we could do. Skills, per se, that you wish you had. Um, so nothing, like, from the superhero realm. You can't say fly. You can't say, you know, x-ray vision. You can't say be invisible. Things, skills, you wish you had. We'll each pick five. Standard draft, no snake. I'm gonna let you go first. I a wish skill you you wish you had something you wish you could do. Um, so as a kid, I played guitar, and that is probably my number one uh, thing that I I wish I would have kept up with. I I could play it decent, but I wish um, I would have stayed with it. Like I I could play chords, I could play certain things, but I was so involved in sports as a kid. I never stayed with it to the level that I, I wish I would have. So, you and his slop. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I wish I would have stayed playing guitar uh, at a high level. I had a, a friend of mine, and we would get together and play all the time. He he actually was taking classical guitar. He was awesome. It's like the finger picking. Yeah, oh, he, yeah, he was incredible. I mean, he was like could play beautiful music, and so then I would I would then play just like normal rock and roll music like you would you would get a magazine or you'd get certain things and you could play like I could play normal music get the tabs yeah, yeah I mean I could play that stuff um and I wish I would have stayed with it and continued to play in high school and college and um because a lot of guys a lot of a lot of players of a lot of baseball players on the road I know yeah you, you know you you got time on the on the road in your room, Scotty learned to play guitar on the road, uh, on the plane, that kind of thing. They they play, um, and it's you know it's not overly hard just to pick up and learn how to do it. But I wish I would have continued to do it, and so that is something I wish I would have continued. And so that would be number one on my list. It's a great number one pick, and I'm going to take any other musical instrument off the board. Piano would be great. I've got a buddy who can sit down. And literally, he can, like, you can tell him any song. Yeah. And he can just, like, give him, like, 10 to 15 seconds. Yep. And he's just, like, and he can play it. Yep. It's incredible. Guitar would be great. I I played and play the two probably least practical instruments, um, like guitar, piano. You know, you can sit down and, and charm a room. I played drums, and I played trombone. Probably the two... <laughs> like least aesthetically pleasing on their own instruments because you can't really sit down and get an ear full of brass and also if you're mm -hmm. just wailing away on the drums nobody wants to hear that on their own so yeah, yeah I, I can't do anything all right so guitar 
is the number one pick, and that is a great one. Um, all right, my first pick is going to be speak a second language fluently, and I'll say Spanish. Yep. Um, That's a great one. Did it through high school. Me too. I can do it somewhat, but, I mean, come on. You throw me in the club. Like, I give so much respect to Latin American ball players or really athletes of any nationality who come to the United States, whether they be Russian hockey players or, again, Latin American ball players, um, guys, you know, from Asia who come over to play basketball or baseball, who learn and learn the language and speak the language self-sufficiently almost instantly. Like Carlos Martinez, it's unbelievable to think about him because he's been, you know, under the spotlight and the magnifying glass the last couple of years. To listen to Carlos and, and, and the way he can conduct, you know, media availability is unbelievable. And it almost makes me feel bad that I can't. So I will say speak a second language. And, I'll and the reporters. Say, absolutely. 100%. Um, it's, it's great. I, I guess there's still time. All of you idiots who said at the beginning of the pandemic you were going to learn a second language, none of you did. So maybe we all will will try to do it now. But I will say second language, specifically Spanish, that will be my first uh, pick. I wish I could cook better. Ooh. I wish I was a really good cook. Uh, My kids say I'm terrible. What's Uh, your go-to if you're making dinner for the kids? If your lovely wife uh, is is gone, if, if, you know— I mean, just like basic stuff. Like you're going breakfast for dinner. You're going pancakes, aren't you? Well, I do like grilled cheese. Yeah, peanut butter and jelly, bro. And even they think that sucks. Hang on, this is important. Chunky or smooth? Smooth. You and Flaherty, man. Yeah, got to go smooth, and load it up with the peanut butter. Yep. By the way, any peanut butter companies out there, chunky or smooth, get at us. Get Come you on, Danny Mac. Yeah. Um, so cook, okay. I, yeah, I mean, they even think I screw up ribs, you know. You can grill, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, barbecued hamburgers, they think I screw that up. But Hot to, dogs. But to be able to get in the kitchen, do the thing where, like, you're shaking the pan and you're, like, throwing the stuff up and then catching it in, like, the, uh, the frying pan. Oh, Bacon. Homemade pizza. You know, Bacon. doing it. <laughs> Bacon's not that hard, man. They think I screw it up. They, I made, over the weekend, I made, uh, I, I did... Um, Scrambled eggs. They said I screwed those up. They said they were too runny. Those can be tough. No, they're not. Okay. I fried I bacon and I did a little like bacon grease in Ooh, the, the it, it, and it was beautiful. I, I thought like they you were know awesome. What you're doing. Yeah. They said I screwed those up. I thought they were good, but that's. I wish I was a really good cook. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. I All like right. to do that. So you've got uh, play the guitar and cook. I've got speak a second language. Um, okay. My next will be. Um, I wish I could dunk a basketball. Yep, that would be a good one. That was on How my list. How freaking cool is that? Like, what a parlor trick that is. If you can just dunk I a could, basketball. I, I, back in the day, I could dunk a tennis ball. Dude, I can barely, like, get the net. Touch the net, yeah. I cannot jump, and, I mean, look at me. My body is a temple. But it is. I can barely, just, I can't jump. It's can't okay. do it. It's all right, bro. It. If I could dunk a basketball, just w- again, huh? That'd be unbelievable. It's all right, bro. Like freaking Dustin Johnson can 
you know, best golfer in the world. He can dunk a basketball flat-footed. Can he do that flat-footed? Flat-footed. He's a he's an anomaly, though. Yeah, he's like you but watch like, him; he's ridiculous. But like, I don't care about anything else. If you can dunk a basketball, and that is also the ultimate. Like, I can impress my kids forever if I can like be the guy at open gym, and I will just throw down. Yeah, dunk a basketball. So maybe not the most practical, but uh, yeah, you've got guitar and cook. I've got speak Spanish, dunk a basketball. Okay, I would like to be able to put together a car. Wow. Yeah. I, Hot I'm, Rod. Yep. Like Tim the Toolman Taylor. Yep. I'd like to be able to, to <clears throat> from uh, from scratch, put together a car. I would like to know anything about a car. Well, that's true. Like change a tire, the whole nine yards. Listen, buddy. I uh, I could I can change a tire, but I would like to be able to, from scratch, you know, the engine, the whole nine yards, put that baby together. <laughs> I can barely change a tire. Shout out to No Free Advertising. If you want to get at us, get at us. Shout out to a gas station on Manchester that has the air pump that you set the PSI and then it automatically does it. I feel like such a gearhead. Yeah. I'm like, yep, I know what I'm doing. Let me just check the oil level. If it's low, I don't know what to do, but I'll check it. Yeah. So you would like you feel to be better able about to put together. Yeah. Be a car guy. Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. in college, uh, Asking a buddy, you know, they're taking a car to the dealership and them telling me a tune-up would be $400. Buddy of mine, uh, Jason Hampill from our, uh, from American Boiler here in St. Louis, called him up because he was the gearhead in the fraternity. I was like, Jason, um, you're telling me it's going to be like $400 for a tune-up. He's like, I'll, I'll tune your car up for a case of beer. I wish I could be that guy. Yeah. I wish I could be that guy. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. So you can kind of change a tire. Oh, I can change You tire. couldn't change your own oil, though. Well, that'd be a little difficult. You could add oil. Correct. You couldn't change the oil. It's a technicality you got me on. <laughs> it's a nice drop. <laughs> but you'd like to be able to build a hot rod. You, you got it from scratch. God, My I, grandpa could do it. I'm worthless. God rest his soul. My dad in college was this a is kind handy- of a, this kind of makes me feel worthless. This whole list, dude. If we got into some of the nitty gritty, my dad in college was a handyman's apprentice, so he can do everything. I'm like, when do I learn any of this? He's like, well, you would like need to do it, I'm like, right? Well, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Why not just hire the guy to do it or gal? <laughs> Equal opportunity. You got it. All right, so you've got guitar, cook, and build a car. Yep, I've got speak Spanish and. And dunk basketball. <laughs> um, all right. My third draft choice. Uh, things, and this is the Thursday list on Scoops with Danny Mac. Things we wish we could do. <laughs> really didn't want to make us feel bad about ourselves. It, well, you've accomplished uh, it already. Things we wish we could do. Um, okay. My third choice is going to be read lips. Read lips. I'm actually not bad at it. I've, kind I've, of in your, uh, I have a hearing issue, so in your line of work, yeah, I have a hearing issue, so what's that? I, yeah, I got it. Thanks. <laughs> read lips. Yep. Spanish and reading lips. I pretty much just want to know if people are talking shit about me. Yeah. Well, you're you on the right are. path. Give me your fourth, uh, fourth draft pick. You've got guitar, cook, and build a car. Uh, it's on the building. Y- you have much more practical. Uh, skills um, than i have to at, at this point i would like to build a um along the lines of 
of Scoops with Danny Mac because I didn't do this on my own, but I, I would like to build a website. So, Trying to run Lauren uh, out of work? Well, Lauren knows how to do this. I don't. Lauren Verhoff is uh, the brains behind the operation. My little girl came home the other day and said, hey, Dad, look at what I did. And she put Doug the dog uh, and built a website on our dog. And she is uh, 11 years old. Doug the pug, right? He's not a pug, but it's our dog. And uh, Oh, your dog, Doug. Yeah. And uh, built a website. I said, how did you do that? And she showed me this whole thing, picture, description, the whole thing. And They're I said, lapping you, bro. Yeah. I said, that's pretty incredible. How'd you do it? And she showed me this elaborate <laughs> thing, and she's 11. <laughs> so I she don't know. She said to... the price of the endorsement just went up. Well, this is the other daughter. So I don't know how to do that. So build a website would be kind of cool. And anything under the umbrella of that, I'm like, I tell Lauren, I'm like, I, I, I want to know f- Photoshop. Yeah. I, I like want to know how to make a, a cool meme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So build a website. Yeah. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to be able to um, to iron well. Yeah, I'm bad at that. <laughs> Can't too. do it. It's impossible. Yeah, it's imp- literally an impossible task. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I'm pretty bad at it because mine come out burnt and ruined. Impossible task. All right, I have a final one. Well, but hang on. Can I run a quick business idea by you? Yeah. All right, my company's called No Wrinkles. And what you do, when you hop onto Hotels.com or Expedia or, yeah, again, no free plugs, but any of the great hotel chain websites, let's say you're going to a wedding, Danny Mac, or let's say, you know, you're not traveling with the Cardinals. Let's say you're traveling for pleasure, you know, with the family. There's a little button when you uh, make your reservation and you click No Wrinkles. The next day, a box shows up at your home. You and your lovely wife are going to a wedding. You throw your suit in there. She throws her dress in there. There's a shipping label on the box to the hotel you made your reservation at. Box goes to the hotel. When you check into the hotel, whatever, a couple of weeks, whatever, your wife's dress, your suit, steamed, pressed, waiting for you in your room, hanging up in the closet. Boom! No wrinkles. I got a problem with that, though. What's the problem? Uh, I think you know that we've all done the fold the jacket inside out, put it in the suitcase move. I think when you're going to ship that thing, though, you're going to need some really big boxes because, to me, it's going to be Dude, here's boxed how, up and wrinkled. No, no, no. Well, yeah, and then they they press it, steam it at the hotel. It's a lot of travel, a lot but of expenses. He, here's, here's how I got the idea because I've – rented tuxes for weddings and i know women rent dresses sometimes single use dresses i've rented a tux where it comes in a box you yeah. wear it you put it back in the box ship it back out that's really expensive bro what do you mean really expensive? that's, that's gonna box. be uh, it's you like got, a 1999 upcharge when you book your hotel a lot of overhead 19 bucks 20 bucks a lot of overhead really yeah ironing a steaming a suit a lot of overhead with the travel who's going to do it yeah. i travel with my own a lot of overhead i travel with my own steamer my own handheld steamer it's telling you it's a lot of overhead blows my mind that that as much as you travel you are not about this idea uh, i'm not 
it's done. Right, it's well, a lot of overhead. My, but I would invest in it. Dumbest thing you've ever said. Thank you. Let's get that I, going. I'd like to invest. People would, idiots like me would pay twenty nine ninety nine to not have to pack a suit and to have it be waiting in the closet at the hotel. I've got number five. Actually, I would pay. I would pay an obscene amount of money for that. All right, number five. You have play the guitar, cook, build a car, and build a website. Your fifth. Uh, coach a varsity baseball team on, in high school. <laughs> you, you you just want that skill. Yeah. You don't <laughs> just to be able to do it. Yeah. Don't know if I could. How would you remember all the signs? Do you think like Oh, I'd have no problem with that. <laughs> I don't know if they I the question becomes the skill with patience. I don't know if I have the patience. That would be I don't know if I you're asking me if I could do it. Do I wish I could I had the skill? I don't know if I have the patience. So I need the patience from the good Lord upstairs to do this. I don't know if I could. I wish I had the patience. I'm thinking outside the box with this. What would be the most challenging the parents aspect? Ooh. That's the patience. I don't know if I have the patience of the parents of dealing with them when little Johnny's not getting his playing time when they think he should be the starter for the Cardinals on opening day when I'm not sure he could start on the varsity for high school X. It blows my mind talking to buddies and people I know in the orthopedic industry. Blue Tail is a new sponsor for Scoops with Danny Mac. I was about to say, shout out to Blue Tail. And the fact that like it used to be a joke, but parents literally say – can we get a Tommy John out of the way for my kid? I, I've <laughs> it's un, it's I, un- I yeah. real, unreal. I, I I just don't you know youth sports to me is um, I don't know man we we should there's a a whole show I could do on it I, I youth sports is great and it's it's wonderful for kids especially I'll tell you what what is wonderful about it now is that during the the pandemic, um, and I mean this sincerely, uh, kids need a carrot to strive for to get them out of their rooms, off their uh, tablets, off the computers, out of the off a TV and active because they need socialization. I believe this. They they need to be active, right? I mean, you know, we're all spending so much time in our homes because, you know, for some kids, it's um, you know, they're they're it's virtual school and things of that nature. So we need things to keep us busy, especially uh, kids that are are don't have the ability to go to school. So we they, they got to have something to to be active with. So youth sports is great with that. I I just it's so serious with um, and it, we could do hours on this. I I just. And, and I'm included in this. I, I just want to make sure we're having kids make sure it's fun, you know, make sure we're not having it to where every kid isn't being treated as if they're the next um, Jack Flaherty or Adam Wainwright or Yadier Molina or whatever sport you're in, LeBron James or whatever. Just just make it fun. Make sure they're having fun. You know, I I try to do that with my kid. Hopefully my kids, hopefully I'm doing that. I, I want them to enjoy it. I don't want them to have a ton of pressure on themselves. I just want them to have fun. That's all. Just have fun. Have Any, fun. 
and even if you're not to say I was generally one of the worst on my teams, <laughs> but like there's a reason that I still love sports and have worked every day of my college and adult life to be in this industry. It's because it was fun. And there's a reason I think it was fun was because of my parents and because of, you know, thank God the coaches that I had and the teammates that I had. Like, yeah. And I have buddies that I played with who played division one, you know, football and basketball and baseball. And then you've got guys like me who were announcing the games in high school in the bleachers, but it was always like fun. Right. And, a shame man when it's not so you know what i think that's one skill that you probably have dan what's that let's get you out there coaching baseball i you know what at some point i have said this when um you should write a book about that no god in all of your free time (laughs) when announcing seriously man when announcing is done for me whenever that happens uh whether it's forced on me to be done or I decide to retire. Um, I probably will just uh, disappear. Is probably what I'm going to do. Honestly, I think I'll, I'll deserve just, it. I'll just, I'll be done. Uh, I'll be goodbye. See ya. You won't know where I'm at. I'm gone. See ya. And a lot of people will be thankful that I'm gone. <laughs> like that's the, enough. The guys who absolutely fascinate me, and it's probably the most brutal example of of what you just described on all levels. The former hockey players who then coach their kids and do it the right way. Football as well, because if you have a bad football coach, like we've all seen the, what's it called? Like the peewee, whatever mm-hmm. the reality show is. But like hockey can be so brutal from a parent standpoint and just fr- brutal by nature. But it's kind of the epitome of, of everything you hear about. And we're so lucky in St. Louis that we have so many guys who played either as part of the Blues organization, or guys that, that played very seriously, who now have made St. Louis the perhaps hotbed of, of youth and amateur hockey in the United States because they're giving back and doing it the right way. Former Blues and, and guys who played at a high level are now coaching the kids that we've seen come up, the kids that were drafted a couple of years ago, and the kids now in high school and junior high, the AAA Blues. Like, it well, takes they're getting a, the best coaching in the world. Right, and it takes a lot of patience from the coaches, and, and the community's lucky to have them. Yeah. So throw your hat in the ring. No. Coach varsity baseball and coach hockey as well. You're a real puckhead. Yeah. All right, so you have— Can you imagine me being a hockey coach? I, you know what I would be like? I would be—do you remember the— um, Like Mighty Ducks too, when she just says, no. change it up. Do you remember—you've um, seen Pulp Fiction, right? Of course. Okay, um, Samuel L. Jackson's character— you ever seen Chris Chelios on um, Saturday Night Live when he's he's yes. like, uh, who? And he, what a beauty he, he is, by the way. And he says, you know, my my best coach I ever had, and he and he reflects back on when he had uh, the character from Samuel Jackson from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> I can't remember the guy's name from that. Anyway, that was his character, and he said that was my best coach. Do you hear <laughs> the words that are coming out of my mouth? Chelios, awesome. By the way, what a, what a group of beauties that is! It's like Chelios, John Cusack, and Eddie Vedder sitting like first row behind home plate at Wrigley every yeah. year. Awesome! What a bunch of beauties. Okay, so you've got guitar, cook, build a car, build a website, and coach varsity baseball. 
I have speak Spanish, dunk a basketball, read lips, and iron. I'm between write calligraphy or sail for my last one. Again. Sailing. I, I'm going to want to sail. Kind of a uh, parlor trick. Um, kind of meditation. I took sailing, took sailing lessons one summer growing up. Meditation. Really? You're out in the ocean? Meditation? The water? Sail. Not exactly the most practical uh, skill to have, but... Um, but listen, I think that's where it's going to take you, though. It's going to take you to a lady. Buddy, if I can sail, and then once we get home, I can iron those masts. Holy cow. Are you it's going to take you to a lady. You're going to be a ladies' man. And then I say, come outside and watch me dunk this basketball. That's right. Impressive. You're going to be was, a ladies' man. That was a good Thursday list. Thanks, buddy. Danny Mac. Always good to see you. You're the best. Okay, buddy. I guess you got everything now. 